Hello and welcome to Blades Pod. It is Monday the 4th of December. Uh, recording this coming off the back of a 3-1 defeat at Millwall on Saturday. Um, so I was a little bit grumpy after this one. Uh, I, I wasn't in attendance, I watched it on a stream. Um, but yeah, I guess afterwards I was I was pretty frustrated. Uh, I thought we were a much better team in this game at that point. Um, but then when you know when you kind of take a bit of a step back uh, with a bit of distance, you know I recognise that isn't really an accurate uh, summary of the game. Millwall deserve their win, even though you know it kind of pains me to say it. Um, this seems a little contradictory, I think. Uh, but in a nutshell, I thought we we demonstrated that our players are capable of playing. Uh, a much higher level than Millwall's were, um, but ultimately they had the better of the game, the better of the chances, um, and certainly from the moment they went uh, ahead for the second time, they just completely shut us down. So to kind of elaborate on that a little bit, um, you know, I, I felt we were well on top from about twenty to sixty-five minutes. We, you know, completely bossed possession. Uh, we got the ball into dangerous areas very easily. I remember um, commenting to my brother I was watching this game with that. Millwall really giving us a lot of space in the middle. Um, that was very, you know, very happy to see this. Fleck and Duffy and uh, and Brooks and Lundstrom were getting on the ball really easily and you know under no pressure whatsoever during that period. Um, you know there was an ev- even an attack where we we were basically playing one touch passes inside their area. Um, even though it ultimately ended with uh, Fleck fluffing a shot that um, that went over when we finally worked some space. So yeah, you know that kind of forty five minute spell, twenty to sixty five minutes or so. You know, I I thought, God, we look so much better than these. Uh, I'm I'm surprised we're we're not winning already. Um, but then they scored a goal out of um, out of poor play by us, a good play by them. <clears throat> you know, it was a really sloppy moment. Um, and from then on, there was only one team in it. Um, we literally didn't have another shot in the game after that second goal from Millwall went in. Um, which is obviously very frustrating. Uh, and it leads into the first of my my key talking points from this game. So I'm. Uh, I'm gonna keep this one a, a little bit more brief than the the last couple because I don't think there's quite so much to talk about in this game. It's a fairly fairly sort of standard away defeat, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've got a few things that uh, I guess were quite frustrating and annoying about this game, and then a couple of brighter points as well that I pulled out of it. So uh, yeah, let's get into the first of these, and that is uh, one of the more frustrating things to come out of this game for me. So the first thing I want to pick on um, is I do worry when we change shape. Uh, I think, you know, it's very well documented how successful our kind of three centre-halves with, with wing-backs and then the three in the middle has been for us. Uh, you know, it's, it's played to the strength of our players and they've been fantastic in executing this system. But when we change shape, as we've, I guess, as we've had to do a few times in the last few games where we've, we've actually been behind, um so you know on Saturday we went 4-4-2 there's been other games where we've we've kind of we threw on more strikers to try and support the attack I really feel like we lose any grip that we have on these games um you know this 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 is probably unfair but and you could certainly point to to Fulham as as an example of it working you know Hansen comes on and we ended up getting two more goals to get back into the game um and you could also make a case that if uh you know if something isn't isn't working then you should try something else rather than you know just keep banging your head against the wall by playing the same formation but 
all the same, I, I really feel like we lost any control whatsoever in, in this Millwall game, uh, following the goal that put the Millwall back ahead and then following our changes as well. You know, I mentioned a few moments ago that we didn't have any more shots, but we also didn't really have any grip at all. You know, we didn't retain possession at all. Millwall just essentially pushed us back and back. You know, they, they kept sort of hitting balls into the channels, turn us around, you know, winning throw-ins, free kicks, corners... We, you know, we we went to this flat back four. We we essentially sacrificed a man in midfield. Um, brought on Sharp and eventually Donaldson, and lost any grip at all. Uh, and that that kind of worries me a little bit. That our, our plan B, I guess, is is actually less effective than plan A. Which and obviously you would only turn to plan B if plan A is proving unsuccessful. So, yeah, that's something that um, I guess is a little concerning for me at the moment. Um, I'd almost prefer us to just keep playing the way that we play and has been successful for us even if it's not proving to be you know completely incisive uh, in some of these games as it has done in others um the the second thing i want to talk about is uh is david brooks and our attacks generally so brooks is uh it's a bit of a curio to me at the moment to be honest um he's obviously very talented uh he's got an excellent goal on saturday which i'll come on to in a moment uh, and generally continues to look very skillful, uh, distributes the ball really well. Um, but at the same time, I'm I'm just not sure he currently fits our team in a starting role. Uh, I think I think when he does start, his best role is definitely how he was used against Millwall, um, and I think how he he was started against Wednesday as well, for example, where he's kind of supporting Clark in attack. But I'm just not convinced we're at our best when he's playing there instead of Sharp, even though Sharp has been quite ineffective in his last few starts. It's just. I don't know, it's kind of hard to define, but um, yeah, I don't feel like he's as involved, you know, he kind of drifts into positions where maybe he's less effective. I mean, this certainly isn't to sort of pin blame on Brooks, who's clearly very talented, but yeah, it's um, it's a strange situation to me where basically I don't know what our best attack looks like right now. Um, although it's not like we're not scoring, you know, any goals or creating any chances or anything, but yeah, that's something that um, I'm just not quite sure how how Brooks fits into this team. And personally, I think for now, anyway, I'd rather see Sharp and Clark as our, our starting forwards. Um, I'm not going to bang on about missing Baldock again, but it is worth definitely dropping in here. Um, but that said, I, I thought this was Basham's best game in this position for a while. Um, but, you know, even then, it's still a huge miss not having that natural wing back. Uh, it was disappointing not to see him on the bench, um, as I kind of got the impression he was close to being ready to go. So, you know, maybe we'll be back for the next game. I uh, certainly hope so anyway. Um, the third thing I want to talk about as a kind of negative, uh, I thought this was um, this was definitely our weakest game defensively for a while, arguably of the season so far. Um, yeah, I'm including Fulham uh, in that, uh, but I'm going to separate the... Uh, abysmal, hopefully one-off mistakes, such as we saw in that game from from general poor defending, which I think was was more evident in this Millwall game. Uh, possibly we missed Jake Wright, who obviously um, uh, dropped out. Richard Stearman came back in. Uh, I think it's it's probably harsh to say that you know Stearman was at fault for the three goals that we conceded. In fact, it's probably completely false. I haven't really seen any evidence of that whatsoever. But you know. You could also say that there's definitely an impact of losing somebody like Wright, who is uh, an absolute master at playing that covering defender role, as we've seen this season, uh, and just generally very good at organising the rest of our defence. We conceded some really bad goals in this game, Uh, although I suppose at least none of them were 20-yard screamers, so, you know, that's something. Uh, To look at them individually, you know, the first one, we, we failed to cut out the ball 
uh, into Morrison, and then Fleck, who'd, who'd actually done really well to track Lee Gregory, this goal scorer, into the box. It bizarrely overran his man, and that, that allowed Gregory to sort of find space and, and finish into the net. Uh, second goal was just dumb play by us and smart play by Millwall. So O'Connell carried the ball to halfway, uh, you know, trying to kind of break away, which is, you know, is something that uh, I wouldn't want to see uh, removed from his game because it is a, you know, having our defenders step out with the ball is a is a part of our success to date. But at the same time, you know, you need to recognise when you're essentially running into a blind alley, as he basically did there, he ran into two two midfielders slash defenders, uh, he got tackled, and then Millwall very cleverly sort of instantly exploited the space that he'd, he'd left down our down our left-hand side uh, with their right-back just, just running onto a, a straightforward ball to score. And then I guess the third goal, you know, is a good header from a free kick, but it, even then he, he gets ahead of his marker very easily. Uh, Clark kind of does well to pressure, put some pressure on him, but, you know, the damage is already done at that point. I mean, it, it is a very good header, uh, you know, that kind of, uh, only just went in, I guess, off the underside of the bar and just crossed the line. Um, but yeah, definitely a, a, another avoidable goal, I think. So, I, I mean, just taking a quick look at the stats on this, I mean, Millwall outshot us 11 to 10, uh, according to the, the app Sofa score. But the real worrying sign defensively for me was that they had 10 shots inside the box to our five. So, I mean, even if you ignore the comparison of 10 to five, that is a hell of a lot of shots inside our area. Um, you know, that's more than any other team uh, in the last five or six games have managed against us. Uh, it's more than Fulham managed, for example, and they obviously ended up scoring five goals. Um, but yeah, that's, that suggests that Millwall were able to work the ball into very good scoring positions much more easily than our recent opponents have done. Um, and that is definitely a, a sign for concern. Uh, and I think, um, you know, Wilder kind of hinted at uh, wholesale changes, or maybe maybe not wholesale, but several changes to the team uh, ahead of the game on Friday. And uh, yeah, I would expect defensively is one of the areas he's, he's definitely thinking of. Um, so those are some of the negatives. Uh, my next point is uh, is more upbeat, I guess, I hope. Um, I thought this was definitely John Lundstrom's best game so far um, and very encouraging signs as well, you know, not to... I'm kind of aware that I, you know, I keep bringing up Lundstrom, but I think it is it is interesting as a as a fan and follower of footballer to kind of, you know, drill into the players that you, I guess you 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 don't know what their their floor and their ceiling is quite as clearly as we do for much of the rest of the team, and you know Lundstrom and and Brooks who I talk about quite a bit, they are two where I'm I'm you know openly admit I'm not quite sure what we have here, so it's it's interesting for me as a, as a fan to kind of focus on those two players not in a sort of let's let's shine a a strong light on whether they've what they've done well and what they've not done well but you know just to try and get a, a better gauge on if the what kind of players these are basically but yeah Lundstrom I thought he was absolutely excellent in this game you know it was it was Fleck-esque I think it's fair to say um you know he, he was uh very mobile he covered a, a lot of ground uh he was constantly looking for the ball um he had it if you want to you know talk about it in a, a kind of more uh results driven way he had a, a key touch in the the lead up to our equalizer where he won the wall, ball back very well and got us moving but you know just just generally the way he he got on the ball a lot from our, our defense and then he's kind of you could see him kind of constantly ushering players into position and you know he's he's his first move was almost always to drive the ball in into space with the ball at his feet um that was, you know, a very encouraging sign, I think, um, that he's kind of progressing game by game. 
Um, and, you know, even though it's, it's kind of easy to say, well, we lost 3-1 and we didn't play terribly well. So, you know, how well did he play really? Um, I think if you yeah take a step back, then it was a very good game from him. And yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how he progresses in our next games as well. Um, <clears throat> and then my, my, my fifth point uh, is a specific one. Uh, I just want to talk very briefly about what a good goal that was by us. Um, one of our better goals of the season, to be honest. You know, we, as I said, Lundstrom nicked the ball back and then uh, Duffy and Fleck kind of worked some space on the edge of our area. Uh, you can see Brooks kind of, um, you know, peeling off at the back post and then Duffy plays this sublime pass over the top of their defence, which Brooks then volleys fantastically into the far corner. Uh, I'm pretty sure he meant to do it. I think, I mean, in real time, I was like... Oh no! Why isn't he? Why isn't he squared it for Clark for a tap in? But you know he he executed a finish uh, very very well, um, and yeah, it was it was a real moment of class from us. And you know I think it's worth re- reiterating that it's not like we were completely turgid and uninspired for the rest of this game. You know, far from it. We we showed our class for for periods of this game, um, and you know I think that's why we shouldn't be all doom and gloom, uh, even though you know the result didn't go the way that we wanted to. And then my final point this week, uh, I know a lot gets made of Wilder, you know, quote, saying it like it is. And, uh, you know, this is almost used to paint him in a, a prosaic light, I guess, by those who just see the interviews and, you know, not his achievements in the last three years. But it is so good as a fan and, and also a little shocking uh, to have a manager whose expectations and standards are higher than our own. Um, his post-match interview after this game was basically a, an all-out attack on the players' attitudes and performances. Um yeah, which is, you know, kind of far beyond where, where I was sitting and I guess where I am sitting right now, to be honest. Um, it, it reminded me of the Gillingham home game last season, if you recall, which we, we drew 2-2. We, we was coming off the back of um, a hammering at Walsall and then we, we drew this game 2-0 with Gillingham, which was a game that we, you know, very much expected to win. Um, and I went home from that one thinking, you know, a bit disappointing. We, we should have won that game, but we, we could have lost as well. So, I'm, uh, you know, move on to the next one. And then I got home and heard Wilder's interview and it sounded like he wanted to kill someone. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's great having someone who has so much higher standards than than our own. And, you know, I think one thing we we don't like at Bramall Lane as fans is, uh, is expectations and, and high standards. Um, I should point out that that Gillingham game was also the last time we went, or it was rather it was in the middle of the last time that we went three without a win. Because um, we lost the next one 2-0 at home to Fleetwood. And I was a little bit panicked after that game as we were even worse than the previous two. But then, you know, look what happened for the rest of the season. So I'll try not to be too worried if we lose again on Friday is is basically what I am saying here. All right, so I'm going to wrap this one up here. I mentioned it would be a uh, more brief podcast. So moving on to Bristol City, uh, who we play on Friday night, Bramall Lane, <clears throat> which are, I think actually comes at a very good time for us. Um, perspectives have been realigned in these last three games. Uh, they're above us in the table now. Uh, fair play to them. So there'll be no false kind of uh, perceptions, expectations about uh, we should win this game, which I think we potentially, uh, as fans and also players, actually... Uh, have possibly seen that creep in for the last few. Uh, it's also on a Friday night, which means we have less time to wait before getting uh, getting back into the action, which is is great for me as a fan, and I, I hope is is great for the the players and the manager as well. But not too soon that you know any kind of uh, any kind of knocks or injuries from this weekend's games are going to carry forward. Um, 
Plus, you know, Wilder, as I just mentioned, has been pretty clear about the need to improve on the pitch and, you know, generally gave the impression that this, this Millwall game and result was going to be used as a kick up the arse for the players. And, yeah, hopefully that's how it pans out. You know, uh, to kind of uh, finish up, I mean, I certainly don't think we've suddenly become a bad team in these last three games. You know, if you if you uh, give it a bit of distance, we should have taken, for my money, we should have taken four to six points from these three games. And only Millwall was an actual poor performance uh, for stretches, I guess. But, you know, those those things happen, uh, particularly uh, away from home, I guess. So, yeah, I'm I'm not too, not too worried at this stage and really more just looking forward to getting back to Bramall Lane on Friday. All right, so <clears throat> that is it from, from me and my uh, croaky voice this Monday uh, after the defeat to Millwall. So um, thank you very much for listening. Please subscribe as always. You can get me on Twitter at BNMKN. And uh, yeah, I hope I'll be back to talk about a resounding victory or even a, a scrappy victory for the Blades next week. So thanks once again. Uh, have a good week and I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.